0: You can also tell your smart speakers to play Vision Kids Radio. If you don't already have the Vision app on your phone or tablet, you can download it for free when you search Vision Christian Media in your app store. Vision Kids, another way we're helping the whole family look to God
1: daily. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Hi, it's Neil Johnson and welcome to today's 2020 podcast from the Vision Radio Network. Remember, you can hear 2020 on Vision from 10 a.m. Eastern, that's 11 Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time on Vision. Well, today is World Water Day. Every year on March 22nd, the United Nations sets aside an entire day to focus specifically on worldwide water issues. The UN's Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organisation is the body who's been given the responsibility of coordinating the International Year of Water Coordination this year. And as such, are also the lead agency in marking World Water Day. Shabazz Khan is the Deputy Director of UNESCO's Regional Science Bureau for Asia and the Pacific. He's based in Jakarta and spoke to Matt Gies yesterday, starting with an explanation of exactly what World Water Day is.
2: World Water Day has been proclaimed as a World Water Day by the UN General Assembly. So every year on the 22nd of March... Uh, we celebrate this day and remind ourselves there are major problems in water. Then we have UN Water, which brings together the interests of all UN organizations, including UNESCO. So this year is the year of water cooperation, which is being coordinated by UNESCO, and uh, all other UN organizations are participating as well. So it's not only UNESCO, it's the all UN
0: Shabazz, uh, what's the purpose of uh, doing a World Water Day? What's the inspiration behind creating a day focused on issues surrounding water?
2: Well, as we know, water is necessary for all forms of life. And if you look in different countries, then we have a number of issues related to water. Either water is too little, so you have situations like drought, for example, In Australia, you know drought is a reality, which happens so many times, and it affects communities. Or you have too much water, like flooding, which um, countries like Australia, Pakistan, Bangladesh, they have uh, experienced many, many times. As we speak, like in Latin America, there have been major floods recently. Or it's too dirty, which means it has contamination, which makes it unsuitable for many of our purposes like we can't drink water from a source anymore in many countries, we can't take that water and apply on our crops, or it is even not suitable for the uh, other uses, maybe, for example, the flora and fauna in the rivers and around it. So considering all these problems and where we have reached in terms of our water consumption and in terms of our water footprint, it's very important to make people realize that we have to look after this water in the best possible way only then we will have a future so that's the reason for celebrating or commemorating and bringing different sectors of society together that we need to work together and water is everyone's business.
0: Within that, I guess that also highlights the whole issue of water cooperation. As you just said, water is everybody's business. So is that kind of the theme around the UN Gazette in 2013 as the International Year of Water Cooperation?
2: Uh, Certainly. And water cooperation is uh, not the cooperation among the UN organisations only. So from the person who is turning a tap on in a home to a person who is doing farming, to the people who are in industry, or people who are dealing with the environment. Every one of us, right from uh, the level of the common citizen to the president or prime minister of a country, to the UN bodies, all of us have to work together. Only then we can make a difference. So that's the idea of the Year of Water Cooperation. And in this regard, we are having a number of events throughout the world. For example, all this week in Indonesia, We are working on a number of issues related to floods and the droughts and the contamination of water. Tomorrow we are going to have a major event in the Jakarta city where we will have the mayor of the city as well as the common citizens and uh, different government organizations and um, businesses coming together to discuss how can we solve the problems of a mega city like Jakarta by having more water cooperation.
0: Within that, Shabazz, what are some of the uh, the major ways that the UN is working to, I guess, alleviate this water crisis, whether it be too much or, or too little water? What are some of the projects that the UN's got going right around the world that speak to this theme of water cooperation?
2: Uh, we have a number of uh, projects uh, working with the member states and uh... I would say the citizens of different parts of the world. So I give you very quick examples. In very recent past, in 2010, there was a major flood in Pakistan which affected more than 20 million people and many people unfortunately lost their lives. So in Pakistan, we are developing a comprehensive flood forecasting and early warning system which can give alerts 14 days in advance in cooperation with other member states like in this case the government of Japan and our special centers we have set up around the world. So this is one example. But also we are working on issues of droughts and in this regard, for example, in Africa, we are helping uh, in the Horn of Africa where there are major problems with food security and water security How can we manage the groundwater systems in a way that can help the communities? In Latin America, we are working uh, in countries like Ecuador, for example, to look into how wetlands and rivers can be preserved for future from the ecosystem health, but also providing livelihoods in those areas. In small islands which is very close to Australia and very close to our heart as well. We have huge issues linked with climate change and the rise of the sea, and in that case, what will happen to those communities. So we're linking in climate change adaptations and how the communities can be more resilient to those kind of challenges which are coming their way. So. In each one of the countries, with the help of the government as well as the uh, businesses and uh, the communities there, we have a number of actions where UNESCO is very active, uh, UN as a whole is very active. Providing water for children, for example, is such a huge issue for the women. Is such a huge issue. So th- there is a range of actions we have throughout the world.
0: On World Water Day, what are you hoping people get out of the message of water cooperation and looking at some of the other themes of World Water Day, looking at um, access to fresh water and cooperating on making sure that there is enough water for people to live on in years to come?
2: First of all, I think it's very important to realize that we are living with new challenges. And those challenges are because we have a much bigger population in the world to look after. We have new challenges with the climate change. Uh, we have issues which are complicating across different industries, like agriculture. You have industry. You have uh, the urban water uses as well as looking after the environment. So, uh, water is a complex issue. So. Realization of that is very, very important. Then from the water cooperation point of view, we need to create linkages between countries who have very good knowledge and very good management systems. For example, in Australia, in the Murray-Darling Basin uh, is very unique where a water plan has been put together and people have been struggling with very little water. And there are so many innovations around irrigation and so many innovations about urban water use. How can we bring that knowledge to the other countries so they can do a better job as well? So from that level of cooperation where we exchange international expertise or where we exchange our experiences to the cooperation within those countries where scientists are working together from different uh, angles because what is such a complex issue that it's not only one branch of science or management which can help resolve it. And then looking into the governance systems, how people can link at different levels of the government, and then how we bring in the private sector and NGOs. So it's a matter of mobilizing all those actors who are so important if we have to solve the water problem. So water cooperation is the way forward. If there is water cooperation, then we can solve all these problems of too little or too much or too dirty and uh, there is no other possibility unless we cooperate with each other.
0: Well, it's a fantastic message and uh, I know that many of our listeners will uh, really like hearing that message but, Shabazz, if people want to find out more about World Water Day, about the International Year of Water Cooperation, is there a central website or or a central place they can go to to get that information?
2: Yeah, if you Google um, UN Water, you will uh, go to the website of UN Water. So UN and water together, put it in uh, Google, or you put in um, water cooperation in Google, you will find so many sites are there. And if you want uh, just a very simple, quick entry, just to www.unesco.org and then you will have many links from there. Because UNESCO, uh, is the coordinator for this year of water cooperation.
0: Well, Shabaz Khan, thank you so much for your time and it's really great to hear more about the UN's World Water Day.
2: Uh, thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be with you.
1: Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au